0: Hello, my name is Nicholas Scott, and welcome to another episode of Connectivity. I own and operate Music and Soul, music therapy and wellness services, and really I'm using this podcast to share a little bit about how to maintain your wellness through Reiki, music, uh, spiritual practices, and really the whole gambit, psychological <laughs> uh practices and wellness tools. Um, so welcome. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about managing expectations. I think this one's a big one because sometimes, you know, we go about life and we have these big expectations for ourselves. Um, sometimes they could be realistic and sometimes they could be like, huh, wonder where that came from. (laughs) And I know this just based on my own experiences. So, and I'm going to delve into that a bit today and talk a little bit about expectations, how I managed mine, uh, surrounding music. And being the perfect musician all the time. Um, and how I manage that and how I make, how I really develop a healthier relationship with music um, because of the steps that I'm gonna provide you today. And yeah, so what's an expectation? So here are some examples. Um, get ready, folks. Today's weather forecast calls for sun and a high of 25 degrees Celsius. Or, if you follow my recipe, the cake should turn out just fine. Or, here's another, awesome, I'll meet you at 6 p.m. for dinner at that new Italian restaurant. Looking forward to it. You've all heard this, these types of statements before. And something that each of these statements gives you is a picture of what you'll probably experience in the future. And we rely on these past lived experiences of others and ourselves to determine how to prepare for what is to come. These are really how expectations are developed. Um, like most things in life, expectations can be both, you know, a positive thing or a negative thing, good and bad. Um... Science is a great example as to how an expectation can be healthy. So, for instance, the scientific method has been proven to be a reliable way to predict future outcomes. So, the reason why it works is because we have centuries of research and wonderful, skilled researchers um, that tells us what we can expect and that we can expect certain outcomes and we can expect consistent results. And if we're not getting those results, then the expectation is that maybe we're doing something that is different from the initial experiment phase or whatnot. And maybe we need to shift our perspective. Um, so another reason why science and this method works, um, is because there is a sense of control. (laughs) There's a big sense of control. As a researcher, you can control a lot of the variables. You have a say as to what can happen and what doesn't happen. Um, but what happens when, you know, you live in your life and there are things that happen in life, That can't be controlled. What happens when the expectations that you have are personal? (laughs) For instance, this expectation. I'm sure you've heard it. I will grow up, get a job, have a family, and live happily. Or I should be better at music. Or I should know that. I don't know how I didn't. Um... When we have those expectations that are personal, it can be very difficult to discern what is bias versus what is fact. (laughs) Here's an example from my own personal life and my relationship with music. So growing up, I was always told through the media, my parents, teachers, what music should be. No, your sound should be like this. That doesn't sound right. Do it again. Or see now, this is what music is. And you know, all these statements led me to believe that I was not a good enough musician because my music didn't sound like that. And it gave me a false expectation of myself and my abilities. And actually kept me from making music. I didn't feel confident making music. And it's not until recently that, you know, now I'm feeling a bit more confident in my ability to play music. And it's amazing what time does. (laughs) But I also took time to really go through a series of steps that really helped me. Um, process the expectation and see if it was actually factual or not. So I'm going to share these steps with you now. The first one is name the facts. What do you know for certain? So for instance, in my personal example, I had to give myself some slack. Music is subjective. My parents are not musicians. And their understanding of music is biased because it comes from their own music tastes and styles and preferences. The fact about the media, you know, is that they go where the money is. The music that's produced that says, oh, it's good music. Well, that's only because a majority, a small majority of people say so. <laughs> so if <clears throat> you know if you take that into consideration that's a pretty big bias as well and then as far as my teachers they had many many more years of experience than i did at the time and that's where i had to give myself the biggest credit of course they sounded the way they did of course they sounded beautiful and wonderful and musical because their relationship with music was deep and, you know, they took the time to really cultivate it and they made it almost into like a spiritual practice of making music and those were the facts. You know, I had to be compassionate with myself and state those facts so that I could see, okay, well, where do I fit into the picture? And this is where the second step comes in. Radical acceptance. (laughs) It's radical, man. Um, (laughs) And radical acceptance is pretty much that now that you know the facts, you now have something that you can make more sense of. And you also have a new fact to process. Um, I may not be in control of how others perceive music or my own skills. But I can radically accept it for what it is, you know. I radically accept that I only have X amount of years under my belt playing music. I radically accept that, oh yeah, I am still learning a bit more about this instrument that I'm having trouble with, you know. I also had to radically accept that I am a musician. (laughs) And that I express my music maybe a bit differently than other people. And I also radically accept that, no, I don't want to be some famous recording artist. That's not my ambition. My ambition is to support other people um, clinically through music. So I had to radically accept what I truly wanted for myself after I faced the facts. And this is where the third step comes in. And this one is goals. Make some goals for yourself if you choose to. Take time to dream. What is it that you want more of in your life? Take some time to journal or get creative. Maybe you want to draw it out or... Play it out on an instrument. Give yourself permission to envision who and where you'd like to be. Now that you've radically accepted the facts for what they are. And, you know, you're maybe a bit more compassionate about where you are in your life. And where you are maybe in your music skills or and a certain ability, you can make space for your desires, and you can make more space for what you truly want to cultivate for yourself. So when it came to music and my example, uh, my goal was literally to be kinder to myself when I played or sang. I also gave myself permission to get curious and enjoy And actually have fun playing music. I didn't want it to be some task. I I wanted it to be something that I could actually enjoy doing. And another goal I made for myself was to listen to different songs. And to make a goal song. Ask myself which song would I like to learn. And have fun with. And... You know, another example from my life is i like to learn new languages. So, you know, I may have all these expectations like, oh, I never grew up learning French or another thing. And, oh, I'm never good at it. But radical acceptance is, okay, I never grew up in a French environment. So, of course, French isn't going to be good. So the goal is, again, be compassionate and maybe take some time to envision what I'd like to be able to do in French. And my goal was to be conversational, be able to converse in French. Um, So those are just some goals and ideas to help you maybe get inspired as to what goals you want to make for yourself. But the biggest thing to take away from this step is to dream big. Okay. Dream big. Anything that you set your mind to, if there's a will, there is a way. Now this goes into step four, which is the way. (laughs) And that is maybe setting up an objective for yourself. Now, An objective is where you do the actual work to make your dream goal a reality. So if you think of it like this, the goal is the destination. The objective is the efforts you make to get there. So taking my example of being kinder to myself when playing music, the objective may be Every time I judge myself when playing, I'm going to pause, I'm going to reset, and I'm going to take a break. Or let's say the goal is to have uh, a new song to learn. Let's say I'm learning a new song. The objective will be, I'm going to practice and focus on one part of this song today. And that's it. Just one part. And by, if I continue doing that series of doing one part every day, by the end of the week, I'll have a ghoul song already done and achieved. So let's say we use the language objective. Maybe the objective will be, by the end of this week, I'm going to learn three new words. If you keep doing that, and keep up with your objectives, at some point your goal will be achieved. It's inevitable. And see, that is a cool scientific method (laughs) of of, of knowing, you know, if you keep to your objectives, the likelihood of you achieving your goal is going to be a lot higher. And that is a fact. So... Remember to set the pace of getting to your goal. Be open to fluctuation, be open to change. Sometimes you may need to rejig certain objectives to make it happen maybe later or sooner. But again, it is all up to you as to how often you are willing to dedicate time to reaching that goal and through your objectives. Remember, when you give yourself time to really suss out and finesse what you really want for yourself, you make space for your dreams to be a reality. And you are worthy of these dreams. And I am just, yeah, very... I don't even know who's listening, but I'm already proud of you for <laughs> achieving your dreams and your objectives. And I wish you all the best on your journey. I really do. Thank you so much for listening to this short little episode on managing expectations. And I hope that these steps help you. And if you have any suggestions or any other steps that you think would be good, please feel free to let me know and I will add them to the blog. All right, you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. Stay blessed, stay well, and stay highly favored. Much love. Bye for now. Until next time.